1: Hey, hey, Macy McNeely here. I am sitting currently on the balcony of our beach condo here in uh, Rosemary Beach, Florida. I feel like I'm looking out and there are a ton of people here. It's fall break where we live, and basically everyone just relocates to this beach. It's crazy, but it's so fun. We got the whole family here and it's just so good just to be able to get away but also to be able to stay in what I love which is what I do my work Um, I am kind of just thinking through a couple of uh, just different content pieces and I'm working on this one um, and like this one little part right here all I could think about is how this should be a podcast and I've talked about this concept before but uh, it just matters so much, and I, and I kinda wanna share like the bigger picture of why this matters so, so much, especially as a leader. And I wanna talk about um, really how to answer just about any question that you get at all. If you are a leader of people at all, whether it is your family, or you have a team, or you have customers, you know you're getting questions all the time, really, really, probably simple questions, from you know what's for dinner, you know what time are you going to be home? Uh, what time are you going to be at the office today? To other questions that are maybe a little bit deeper, right? That are like, I don't know, hey, where do you see my role going in the next five years of? the company and you're like oh wow okay that's that's a big deal it's a big question. questions bigger conversation and you know you might get a question like that and just kind of like gulp like oh gosh like how am I gonna answer this I'm not prepared I didn't know a question was coming or you might get a simple question and you just answer it so we have something called a limitless leader formula and there are three pillars inside this formula uh, and that is the uh, sales and communication pillar there's a spirit and character pillar and then there's also a performance an individual and team performance pillar but this is what you learn inside the sales and communication pillar of limitless leader formula which is really what you learn inside of guide culture and this is really how to answer just about any question that you get because most people they get these simple questions or they get these deeper questions and they just answer them right they are like hey I'm gonna be home at 6 you're having macaroni and cheese it. You. you just answer and I get it I get why you would do that because you're you know the answer and you're just trying to save time and, you know, make use of their time, make use of your time and move on to the next thing. But what if I told you that when you do this, you're actually missing out on a really cool leadership Opportunity. And I want to give you an example of how you're potentially really missing out on a, an opportunity that could take you to a much deeper level inside of your relationship and also just at, in your leadership. So let's say you have this book and you know it's really going to help somebody. Maybe they're on your team or maybe it's a um, a co-worker or maybe it's even, you know, your boss. And you're like, man, if they read this book, it'd be game changing for them. And you said, hey, you know, Susie, you should read this book. And she says, oh, uh, yeah, I'll read it. Um, Well, tell me, how much time do you think it'll take me to read it? And you answer with something like, oh, you know, it won't take any time at all. It's only a couple hours. It's super quick. You know, it's an easy read. And she says, okay, thanks so much. Takes the book. Maybe she reads it, maybe she doesn't. So what happens there when you just answer the question? The conversation just ends. It just ends, which is fine. But but what most people fail to realize is that every question has a motive behind it. It does. Maybe it's subconscious, maybe it's conscious. There's a reason someone is asking a question. And a lot of times we just assume why people are asking a question. We just assume. We're like, oh, they want it to be easy. They want it to be quick. They want it to be fast. They don't want to put any effort into it. And while that might be true, it might be, what if there was something else? What if there was something deeper? So what you want to do when you get a question of any kind, and maybe you don't do this after every single question, but you'll know when you start to kind of talk to people and get in conversations and and communicate more um, intentionally, you'll know when it's appropriate to do this and you just ask a clarifying question. Now there's a lot of clarifying questions and and we go kind of deeper in clarifying questions and how to go five layers deep inside of the guide culture training, but for now I'm gonna talk about just one. And it's as simple as, hey, why do you ask? You know, it's a great question. Why do you ask? Is there a reason why you're asking that question? And here's how that same exact example could look like with a clarifying question. So let's say I said, hey, Susie, I have this really awesome book. It's called The Psychology of Winning by Dennis Waitley. You should really read it. She said, okay, cool. Well, how long will it take me to read it? And then I might say something like, oh, you know, that's a great question, Susie. If you don't mind me asking, is there a reason why you're wondering about how much time it'll take you? Just getting clarity on the motive behind that question. And let's say her answer is not that she wants to be quick and fast. Let's say it's something like, you know what? Macy, my husband, is about to go into surgery, a hip surgery, and it's a nine-hour surgery, and I need something in the waiting room that is going to just fill up my time and keep me preoccupied so I don't worry about him. It's like, okay, wow, so she actually wants something longer. And then you can answer something that's a little bit more specific, like, oh my gosh, Susie, well, first of all, I'm praying for your husband, you know, for quick, smooth surgery and recovery. Now, I can't promise you that this book is going to take nine hours. In fact, it won't take you nine hours to me. But what I can tell you is that it's a personal development book, which is really going to help you be in a positive, winning mindset so that you can be the best version of you to be able to take care of your husband while he is in recovery. You see, when you ask clarifying questions of any kind, you're able to do three things. You're able to be very specific. And within the specificity, you actually get to demonstrate empathy. So if you've taken the guide culture training, you know we really like to redefine what sales is. Everybody has this belief of what sales means to them. And they have, you know, this, maybe they have a little bit of baggage. They think about a car salesman or have kind of a negative sales experience. And so the first thing we like to do is just like kind of like hit the reset button and set the same foundation for what sales really means and one of the ways we do that is with acronyms Uh, and one of those acronyms is sales s-a-l-e-s and I'm gonna read one of them to you that really defines what it means to be a salesperson so it means uh, serve abundantly as you lead there's the l as you lead with empathy and skill now if you know anything about sales you know empathy is really important and when you are specific, you're able to do it, you know, with empathy when you know where they're coming from, when you know that like, hey, they're about to sit inside of their this waiting room for nine hours, like on the edge of their seat and nervous about their husband's surgery. Gosh, like I just want to like hug you and sit beside you and be able to, to encourage you and just honestly have space for you to be able to feel that way. And I also want to encourage you with, you know, X, Y and Z. And you can do that with a heart of just like so much love for that person because you care about them, right? You wouldn't be guiding them into a decision, which is to read this book, right? That is your sale, so to speak, is to get them into action, to actually bring the book to the hospital and then actually read it. You wouldn't be doing that if you didn't love them. Like, so another way to think about this, I have another kind of, kind of silly example, but I just want to demonstrate the point, okay? Like, don't miss the point here. Let's say someone is, you know, about to go out to dinner and they're looking at this item on a menu and they ask the waitress, "Hey, does this have cheese in it?" And the waitress says, "Hey, that is, you know, it's a good question. Is there a reason why you're asking if they have if it has cheese in it?" You know, maybe they're lactose intolerant. Maybe they're not. And then the person says, "Oh my gosh! Well, I actually just love cheese so much. And so if it didn't have cheese, I was going to see if I could add some that comes with it. And the waitress could say, "Oh, you know what? That she can literally come with empathy. Again, don't miss the point. I know this is silly, but don't miss the point. Hey, I you know that's such good news. Not only does it have cheese, it actually has three kinds of cheese. It has Parmesan, it has mozzarella, and it has cheddar cheese. Which means you are going to experience." Experience, three different types of textures and flavors all at once. I'm so excited for you. You are going to love this tish Come with specificity and excitement and encouragement around what they need Another thing that getting you know having those clarifying questions what it can do is help you get more information Which actually helps you lean into sales opportunities so if you if you know anything about guide culture, you know that you learn how to enter, manage slash control, and really guide conversations into action, into a decision, right? Which leads to action. And so one of the huge parts of guide culture is the skill and technique, which is where you learn how to control conversations. Now, who do you think is the person that's in control of conversations? Who's in control? It's the one that's listening. It's the one that has more information. That's who's in control. And it's kind of counterintuitive because you would think about the person who's, you know, the loudest and the strongest and, uh, you know, is able to, you know, speak their mind and communicate it like really, really clearly. While yes, that is helpful. The person that actually controls conversations is the one with the, what we like to say, answers to the test, so to speak, which is basically just more information so when the other person is talking more and opening up you're getting info so now that you know that Susie's husband is about to have hip surgery first of all you can just like check on them and love on them in a way that you know most people can't because you know information that others don't but also you're going to be able to really position the book as why it is a good fit based on their scenario. And I'm gonna give you kind of a a picture of that in just a second. Another thing info gathering does and really being the the quiet one and being the one that's listening, it actually helps you deepen your relationship with that person. It helps you build trust and it helps you build likability which is just such major components as a leader. I remember when I first learned this principle of like just letting someone else talk and you being the listener and which makes you the one that's in control, but also it makes you the one that's most liked. When I first learned this, it was, you know, quite a while ago at this point, but I was going to kind of like a neighborhood gathering and I was like, man, I'm going to test this out, right? I'm going to try to just sit across the table from people and just listen to what they have to say. I remember I met this girl, and I just continued to ask clarifying questions. She'd tell me a little bit about her life, and I would get a little more clarity on more of what she did, go a little bit deeper. You know, she was in real estate, learned about how she got into real estate, what what she loves about real estate, learned about, all about her kids, and what sports they do, and how long she'd been married to her husband, and the renovations. I mean, I learned all about her, and I loved her. I loved hearing about it. And we kind of parted ways, and then we came back and just kind of met each other later in the night, and she made a comment like, oh my gosh, like, I just... Just told my husband how much I enjoyed talking to you. Can I get your phone number? I would love to be able to like meet for coffee and continue our friendship. And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes, I'd love that gave her my phone number and I just walked away thinking, you know, she doesn't really know anything about me and that's amazing that's great like there's no I'm so happy to be able to listen and be able to you know just love her through knowing information about her but that was so much proof and evidence that when you just close your mouth and listen to other people you actually become more likable more trustworthy and what's so crazy is like once you even though you know this it seems simple but it's not easy to do Right, Human nature is to talk about yourself and say all the things. It's so normal to do that. And you can kind of get caught up in that, especially this is why we have Academy. It's a continuation program because it's so easy just to like slip up and forget and just to go into your human nature to just share all about you. But staying in this mindset of getting clarity on, in people, info gathering to be able to really lean into sales opportunities it's absolutely it's like a lifestyle honestly it's so so important the third thing that getting clarity does is it really helps you uh not blow the quote sale as i like to say uh, by potentially ending the conversation let's be clear on the sell we're making right here if you're trying to get someone to read a book there's a couple of actions that you're wanting these, this person to take which are all cells right every one of them having them actually get the book that's one action having them having susie take it to the hospital That's another action. And having Susie actually read it is another action, right? So all three of these are cells within themselves to be able to get the final result, which is to read the book. So as a professional, a lot of times, like you know what people need better than they know what they need. It's a little bit like a parent, where you see your child and you know they want something with for immediate gratification but you have way more experience you have way more knowledge you have just way more wisdom that you know what they want right now is not best for them in the long term and so it's your job to kind of redirect them to be able to see what they actually want is something that they can't even see so that is your job as a parent it's also your job as a salesperson so susie comes to you and it's like hey i want to fill up the nine hours Of this surgery, please help me find a book to be able to just take my mind off of it. But as the expert, you know that that's actually not what she needs. She thinks she needs to just, you know, waste her time. But what you know she needs is actually to be in the right mindset to be able to take care of her husband because you know that healing is not just in the body, it is so much more in the mind, too. And your body really follows your mind, and your mind is very easily influenced by your environment. So her husband coming home to a wife that has a winning attitude, a winning mindset, a positive mindset to be able to create the right environment for her husband to be able to heal well. And so as a salesperson, it's your job to say, hey, I hear you, right? Like, There's nothing more I want than to be able to make sure that my time is being used well, but also to, you know, keep my mind off the things that's hard. What's really cool about the psychology of winning is that you are going to be in a winning mindset so that you can help your husband heal the quickest way possible. And you get to sell her on how amazing it is that your body can follow your mind that you can think healthy, that you can think positive, that you can believe that you are going to heal quickly and you actually do. And what's even cooler is that if that is your expertise, you would have so much information, you would have so much science and you would have so much just evidence to be able to back that up, which is going to make Susie want to take action. In fact, she'd probably already read the psychology of winning once before she even gets to the hospital. And by the time she's in the hospital, she's like highlighting it, taking notes and internalizing the information so that she can really be the wife that her husband needs. It's the coolest thing, but you would never be able to do that unless you got the clarity you needed through asking why she was asking about how long it would take for her to read the book. When you know the right information, you can so easily craft a message that is so perfectly for them, where you can take your solution and plug it into their problem like a puzzle piece. And that's what's so cool about being a salesperson is that you get to help people see things in a new and different way, change their perspective and get them to take action based on what's best for them in the long term. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please let us know on Instagram, message us at the guide culture uh, and let me know your favorite part, like your biggest aha moment. I would love to know. And also share this with your team, especially if they are in sales or also if they're a leader of any humans at all. Uh, Share this with them, I think it will really help them, of course, as salespeople, but also just as parents, spouses, friends. It is it's just an overarching communication skill that will make your life easier, but also will help you have really predictable sales uh, and just a thriving business. If this was helpful for you and helped you in any way, you would just be blown away by the guide culture training. It is an eight-week sales and leadership training for you to not only learn these skills but also master them and Really be able to practice and rehearse them so that you can feel really really good about doing them in the real world. There is uh, eight weeks of content, but then also eight weeks of lab where you have a small group of people, no more than ten, where you come together and you actually have homework that you rehearse. We call it like a warm seat, so uh, that you can get kind of a rep in where you might feel a little bit nervous in a practice, very safe environment, and then when it's time to go in the real world, you feel really really confident about it. And we are enrolling. The session starts in January, but we already have people signing up for that cohort uh, and we would love for you to go ahead and grab your seat so that you can be super prepared and super ready to hit the ground running when the start date comes. If you want to just save time and make sure it's a good fit, message us on the Instagram at theguideculture and either Kat or myself, Macy, will be in there to take care of you. So excited to see you in the DMs. Hope you enjoy this episode and we will talk to you soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening, and we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes. We'll see you there.